All right, so we're on Os Yud. So we've discussed um, really all three paragraphs of Kriyashma. And now for the last um, point, Hal um, uh, tells us over here that we have not any particular part of these paragraphs, not any word, but all three paragraphs united together um, combine to make another tikkun, do another um, mitzvah or a good thing, um, and that is the Ramach words, the 248 words in, the, in these three paragraphs together. So... Obviously, Ramach is the Ramach Evarim, the 248 limbs that we have in our body. Uh, not only do we have that in our body, but those correspond to um, of, you know, man is a microcosm of a greater um, world that the, that the world kind of uh, um, revolves around man. It, 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 uh, it, man is a central figure in the world. So just like man has 248 limbs in his body, by you know, limbs means bones or whatever, um, so too there are that many different positive parts of the world that have to be strengthened. So as we express our emuna, our faith in the Krishma, that means the first paragraph, the second paragraph, and Vayomer, which although it's not technically a part of Shema, but it does talk about it talks about Yisies Mitzrayim, as we've mentioned before. So all three of those together um, are Mechazek, these 248 aspects of the person and of the world. Um, and that, as you may know, is the reason why uh, we um, Davan uh, when the Shlech Tzibur says Shema, right, so then he says out loud Hashem Elokeichem Emes, right? Because without those three words, uh, we only have 245 words in the. Why is that not cheating? It seems like we just have an arbitrary number and we're just going to add up to get to 48, and so we could have just said some other rhyme, whatever. Um. Good question. Um, obviously, it's not something that you and I would make up, right? But uh, seemingly, those those words, the way that the Gemara in, in Brachas explains it, is that those words really, Hashem Elokeichem and Emes, um, are... Um, they're, they're really double agents, right? They're, they're, I don't know, double agents. They're, it's a... Um, Dual purpose. Dual purpose. Uh, right, so they are the continuation of Anochi Hashem Lokechem Hashem Yitzchem Eretz Mitzrayim Ani Hashem Right? And then and then um, really then we launch into Emes V'yotziv So um, so the, we read it Ani Hashem Emes to make a kind of a, a, another type of meaning, so um, so those those words serve when we say them, when you say them, when you read the Shema by yourself, 
when you say those words, they, they really are kind of serving two functions. They're going back on the Yitzhiyas Mitzrayim, and they're also speaking to... Um, Uh, the uh, the truth of Hashem, right? So Baruch just took out, kindly took out a siddur. It's into linear, so I have to turn a thousand pages to get to anywhere. Sorry, I'm, re- I'm there, I'm there, I'm there, I'm there. Okay. Yeah, so So that is both meaning on the one hand it's a follow up to the Tsias Mitzrayim that's a period and that's where the paragraph stops and then we Say it with the secondary meaning of "Ani Hashem Elokeichem Emes." I am true. I am. I am. You know. I am true. I am, I am absolute. Whatever it is. So uh, that's what allows you to double count those words. Because because you you're saying those words with two meanings. Because you're joining. Because in the in the Yukud level you're joining Emmet to everything else. I get how you can squeeze Emmet in there, but then I was how. No, Emmet is not going to count from the from the 248. But 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 uh, the point is that we're double counting Anya Shemel Kechem. Right. And the reason why we're double counting them is because they actually have two meanings. Uh, okay. They have a meaning as part of the previous sentence, and they have a meaning as part of the upcoming sentence. Mm-hmm. Okay. Is that a, a separate thing to have in mind in terms of the corresponding nature? Yeah, the, that's what that's what he's saying. Right, right. But I'm, I guess I'm clarifying if, we, if the first paragraph is that Hashem is everything. Hashem is Hashem encompasses everything, right? That was kind of the idea of the first one, I believe. The, the first paragraph. Hashem being well. There's a number. There was a number of ideas in the first paragraph. So I'm just wondering if there's overlap with these ideas. If you do, if you have like one main idea, does that cover others? The more of these kavanas you have, the better. So so here's a new kavana, right? That all three like paragraphs together, when they come together, it's all romache varam. Right? It's it's fixing up my entire body, or you know, all of my 248 limbs. Are, I lose are being infused when I'm trying to have so many kavanas. <laughs> yeah. So, so little by little. That's why I, you know, we identified certain places where you could be mechavan on certain things, right? We spoke about you know, uh, in echad how you break it up into the aleph is the oneness, the ches is the kingship, right? The, right. That's the, what the, 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 the hashgacha. That's what oneness would cover the corresponding nature of the two forty-eight or something. No. Okay. No. Two forty-eight is mitzad me. We're not talking about Hashem right now. We're talking about that what's what's going to be fixed, what's going to receive this kingship, what's going to receive uh, this um, connection is my 248 limbs and the world, which has 248 parts. Okay. So this is like on the recipient end. Gotcha. 
be a pretty important part to have in mind. Yeah. So yeah, certainly a good a good place to be machav on that is on those last three words, because that's really when you when, when the Shleich Tibur says those three words is where he fills out your two hundred forty five to become two hundred forty eight. Mm-hmm. Two hundred forty-eight parts of the world. Yep, corresponding to two hundred parts of the limbs of the body. Corresponding to Moshe Chaim. To what? Moshe Chaim. Sorry. Or author. Moshe Chaim. What? That's Gematria two hundred forty-eight. Huh? Yeah. Okay, we have a Gematria guy over here. If anybody needs your taxes you done. The entire time. Huh? Ramah? Aha. Okay. Sorry. Those 248 parts, is there like... <coughs> do we know what those 248 parts are? Um, when, you, when you say we, do you mean... We present company? No. Are they, are they specified somewhere? Are they, really? You didn't research it out of medical school? It's not. It's not. It, it? It's not. Uh, I just gave you credit so, implicitly. Yeah. No. It, you know, mean to say it's it's not in any very easily accessible form. Yeah. Does someone go through a list of them? Like, like anywhere. I was going to say, there's, there's a Mishnah that, that, that counts them, but, but to line them up with the mitzvahs, that... that oh, that, not that way. No, it doesn't do that. I think I think I saw once, like a safer, like a more modern-day Kabbalistic safer. They tried to do it, like, on the sources and svaras and things, but it was... I mean, it, it, it goes through what they are, you know, like you got the, the, all the phalanges in your, in your hand, how many, you know, how many varm you have in your in your hand, how many you have in your arms, how many you have in your legs. How, uh, there's there's Mishnayas about that, but yeah. corresponding to the 248 mitzvahs, I remember I saw someone trying to do it, but uh, A, it was uh, pretty complicated, it would have taken a long time, and B, it was a fairly late person, so I wasn't, didn't have enough confidence in it to, to, to invest all that time into it. Okay, fine. So um, that's that's uh, all for you. Okay, um, now for Yudalov. Okay, so we're going to talk about now the brachas of Krishna. So the brachas of Krishna. Um, what what are they? What are they doing? So um, there's. Obviously, the, the the world needs to be maintained on a daily basis. Uh, Hashem wills that the world should be, and that's why it continues to be, right? So, um, to the extent that man recognizes that and connects to that, that strengthens that shefa, that flow, right? And... and uh, um, That happens every day, right? The world is is like 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 uh, we say davening hamachadish b'tuva b'chol yom tamid ma'asev right? That he 
recreates the Maisa Bracious on a regular basis every day. Um, so that is the first bracha of Yotzer Or, is the, the understanding that there's a, there's a chiddush of, first of all, just on a simple level, just the, to re, you know, the, the, the things themselves need maintenance. That's one. But on a, uh, on a deeper level, is it's no day is the same. Every day is meant to accomplish something new that has never been accomplished before. The, you know, the, the world is different every day. And um, there's a Bechina Chadasha. There's a new level. There's a new um, reality that needs to be established. You know, the we all understand that on Rosh Hashanah, Hashem recreates the world anew, and like it's a new opportunity, because like, I'm, I'm in a new system. New system means there's, uh, you know, there's, uh, I, could, I could potentially do something really big, or whatever, right? So that, that's the, obviously we'll talk about that, that's a very big scale. But to a certain extent, it's a beginning of the, every day has a beginning, has a new beginning. Every day is a new start. And a new start means that, okay, there's new challenges. I mean, to say, for example, we could imagine that if you're dealing with a certain system and, you know, let's imagine there's one through 100 parts in that system and parts 3, 9, and 25 are really broken and those are the ones that need big, a lot of work, right? So if then you come to work the next day, oh, uh, it's a new system now, right? So now actually, it's different parts that need to be fixed, right? So so the task that lies in front of us, so to speak, is a, is a new task, right? It's a, it's a different world with different breakages. Whatever it is that the Ramchal is working on fixing in his world is not the same what we're working on in fixing in our world. I mean, that's obvious, right? It, we are we face completely different challenges out there in the world than what all faced, which is different than what you know a and Rava faced, right? Uh, that's that's in generational gaps. But even within from day to day, every day brings with it a new situation, and that also has to you know Hashem has to infuse that new energy, that new um, life into the system, that's a mechadish betua b'chol yom tamid maise precious. Hashem re, uh, maybe not recreates yesh mi'ayim, but uh, certainly reforms and restructures every day the entire maise precious. So that is going to be the first bracha of Yotzer Or, uh, where we're going to talk about those things. Now, that is as far as the Bri is concerned. There's also the relationship that Hashem has with the Jewish people, which is the kind of uh, a more primi uh, setup. And again, just like the world is going to be a bit different every day, right? So too, we can also imagine you wake up in the morning, your relationship with your you know, parents is a bit different. You feel a bit different toward them. They feel a bit different towards you. Your relationship towards your children is a bit different, right? 
Relationships also are different. Right? So Hashem's relationship with us is ever-evolving. Every day is a new dynamic that again needs to be addressed and strengthened. And then by the end of it, obviously, we're going to have 6,000 years of the Jewish people having, you know, that's going to be the f- relationship with Hashem, that's going to be a full, imagine like a sculpture, right? You're making a sculpture, a sculpture representing the relationship that you have with Hashem, right? It has to its 6,000, I don't know what you would call, three-dimensional pixels, right? Sculpture made up of 6,000 little squares, right? Sorry, you have a word for it? No? It's pieces. Three-dimensional pixels. Oh, three-dimensional pixels. That, that was the word I was looking for. <laughs> okay, right? So by the, so by the end of, of, of that, right? Well, it's, it's more than 6,000... 6, because 2,000 years, we have 365 days within that, right? So there's a lot of uh, three-dimensional pixels. So by the end of it, you have a very beautiful and, complica- and complicated uh, relationship that has been forged. So that is, you know, the Ahavaraba, the, the, the tremendous love that Hashem displays towards the Jewish people. Um, and that also needs to be tapped into. And the, I, I have to, I just I have to share this story. It's a, such such a powerful story. It's a, unbelievable. Um, one of the big Rosh Hashivas, I think it was, I think I think it was Rogustman said, if I'm wrong, it's someone like that, that for for a little while he learned with Rosh Shimon and. He said, "So first of all, you know, when, that whenever they would, if they, if they were learning, and they would, they wouldn't be able to break through something. They wouldn't be able to understand a particular sugya. So Shemeshkop would go, and he would cry, and and like feel like, yeah, why is Hashem not giving this to me? Like, why, why is he, you know, like Hashem loves me, right? The bracha of Avaraba is the bracha of Torah, right? That's where Hashem displays His love to us by giving us the Torah." So he would cry and feel like, well, Hashem is not, not giving it to him. And, and Hashem would open it up and give it to him. And, and, and Rebuslu said that he never saw him daven Ahavarabah without crying. Every day. So that's... Uh, it's, uh, crying of happiness or crying of frustration? No. Happiness and uh, you know, tears of joy and also, and also of yearning. Because we are talking about... The, the, you know, we're asking Hashem, we're asking Hashem to please give us our portion in the Torah, right? We should be zocha, lilumod lamed, lishmor vlas, kaim, right? Um, so that's, uh, the, I mean, the Gemara says, the Gemara bracha says that if a person didn't say birkas Torah, right? So and he said avaraba, so avaraba acts as a birkas Torah, right? Assuming that you see it also over there with your shalmi, not getting into the sugya, but uh, the point is, it's a, it's a, it, the giving of the Torah, the gift of the Torah is the greatest, is the greatest ahava that Hashem displayed, and that's the ahava rabba. So that, the, so the relationship with the Jewish people, that's a primis means Hashem, kind of on a grand scale, the universe, the world, the sun, the moon, the stars. That's, you know, that's the, that's the first bracha of Yotzer Or, and then the second bracha of, uh, of Avarabah is 
Hashem's relationship with the Jewish people, it's more pnimi, it's more internal, it's not, you know, it's not revealed in the physical sense of the word, uh, but it's revealed in the Sanhaga. I do want to throw in over here, being that we're talking about the Birka's Kriyashma, the awesome gone. The Gon says, why is it that these two brachas precede Shema? Because before you declare the oneness of Hashem, you have to first discover that, rediscover that oneness. Right? Just because you believe something yesterday, so theoretically you believe it again today, but until you re-explore that idea, it's kind of latent in you know, somewhere deep. Yeah, I remember that yesterday I thought it was, I thought it was true. Right? But you have to rediscover it today. I mean, we, re, we, we, we have to recreate it, right? So, so the Gon says, where are the two places you see Shem? You see it, A, in the world. You look at the Yotzer Or, Vore Choshe, Chose Shalom, Vore Sakol. You look at the entire world, the, the universe. You look at uh, life. You look at um, you know, the wonders of the of biology, everything else. And you see, and you see Hashem and all that. And then you look deeper and you see that the, the greatest revelation of, of, the, of the oneness of Hashem is in, is in the Torah dosha. You learn an unbelievable piece of Torah and you're like, wow. <laughs> whoever, whoever, you know, you, can, you learn this piece, you, you, you can become a believer, right? You, know, you can't walk away from this piece. <laughs> that's, the, that's why it's the greatest Kiru, because you, you see this, this, is not, this is not humanly um, possible, right? So that's... Um, those are the two that are the build-up for the Shema. Okay. Sorry, just to repeat, we're going to go and said the two ways of what again? Oh, the t- two ways of recognizing the oneness of Hashem is because that's what we're preparing to do. And sh- we're about to say Shema. So the two things that you do to prepare for that is A, take a look at the, at the whole world, at the science basically, like a quick look at science. Look at everything, light, darkness. Uh, existence of good and evil. Uh, you look at the whole world, and then, uh, and then, a greater and deeper revelation of, of the oneness of Hashem is you look at the truth of the Torah. That's the Avarabah. Okay. Um, now here's going to be here's the interesting part. So now, what about Emes Yatsif? Emes Yatsif. Uh, is follows the three paragraphs of Kriyashma. That's a third paragraph. That's a third brach. Okay, third brach. First brach is Yotzer Or. Second brach is Avraba. Third brach. Sorry. Sorry. Leading into Shmona Esra. Yeah. Yeah. So Yatsiv itself is not a brach. Here's a brach. Oh, I didn't. I didn't realize that was the only. It's a bracha That's why. That's why it doesn't begin with. That's why it doesn't begin with the baruch atah. Okay. Okay. So. 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 Okay. What's the question? Those have a whole big tosos of brachas muchel chaverta. Well, wow, how come this one doesn't open with psicha? How come that one doesn't open with psicha? Muchel chaverta doesn't sound fair. Good. Shalosh shalchol. 
That makes sense. Sure, sure, sure. What? They specify benching, though, not by... Um, no, they bring in all these. There's a whole bunch of examples. Yeah. Okay, fine, good. Um, so... So what are we doing in that pair, in, 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 in that bracha? So the Ramchal says, we're talking about all the nisim that Hashem did for the Jewish people, most of all, it's Yitzhak Mitzrayim. So now, at this point, who's going to ask the kasha? Someone who's been paying attention um, last couple times. The third paragraph the, the, is, is about the nisim that Hashem did for specifically Yitzhak Mitzrayim. Now, based on information that we covered, in, I think it was last week, should be a difficulty here. Why do we say Why do we say Vayomer? Why do we say the third paragraph of Shema? The defeat of the with the Yisias Mitzrayim. Okay, so we spoke about Ani Hashem Olkeichem Asherot Seisias Chem Eretz Mitzrayim. Right. So, where you did that? Where you did you see Mitzrayim? At the end of the third paragraph of Shema. Why do we need now Emes V'yotsev, a whole paragraph about that, again, where, the, where you did that? Is that the whole purpose of that paragraph? That's what he says. It's for So he says, afterwards we have the bracha acheres, al klal hanisim hagdolim she'os alonu ha'adlum baruchu, for all the great miracles that Shem did for us, v'ha'ikr hu yitzias mitzrayim b'pratav. The primary thing is yitzias mitzrayim in all of the details. Mm-hmm. So is that a, is it a specific part of yitzias mitzrayim? Oh, so Yosef is saying that clearly there's two different things. As Zacharias just said, right, as well, good memory, that the yitzias mitzrayim that we spoke about in the in the end of, of the Parsha of Ayomer, it, it, not about, it's about the fact that Hashem elevated the Jewish people above the powers of, of Ra, which is really, as, as he explained back there, is really kind of the blueprint for all ascension of good over evil. That's what he said, that you know, all, uh, all future... Um, Ascension of good over evil uh, is rooted in that, in the Yitzhiyas Mitzrayim, right? There's an awesome Tanhuma that the Maral brings in the beginning of Sefer Gvuras Hashem. There's an awesome Tanhuma that the Maral brings in the beginning of Gvuras Hashem. Gdola Yitzhiyas Mitzrayim, no, nothing. Um, that the Yitzhiyas Mitzrayim was greater than all the miracles, all the ten makos that Hashem did to the Egyptians. Familiar? Ring a bell? (laughs) Okay. So, um, so, the obvious question, wait a second. What do you mean? Yitzhiyas Mitzrayim is greater than than, than, than all the makos. What's so, what's so great about Yitzhak Mitzrayim if not the Makas? So the morale there says what's greater about it is forget about the Makas. The very fact of taking Klausel out from the 
from the sewage and taking us to him, to Hashem, right? That itself, Chazal compare it to like a goldsmith taking his bare hand and sticking it into the crucible to pull out to pull out the gold, which is which is melting hot. Yeah. So that itself, says the moral there explains, was the, was the miracle, and that miracle. Without getting into all that, Ein Sham, and that miracle was greater than all the miracles of you know the the the, the, the Makas Bechoros and the Kriyas Yamsuf and 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 all of those are uh, okay. So, so Hashem did a physical, you know, he did a miracle. He, he managed to uh, make water come out of a rock, right? But here you're talking about taking a nation who are in the 49th level of Tuma and elevating them to you. Potentially doing so without their even without the participation of their bechira of their free will, that that was an unbelievable thing. So back to us over here, we're saying is that the Yitzias Mitzrayim that we spoke about in the end of the parsha of Ayomer. There's no mention of miracles. It's listen to the words, right? Ani Hashem Alkeichem Asher Mitzrayim I took you out. That itself is a pella. Used to be an animal. Used to be a physical, a monkey. Close to. Not exactly a monkey, but close to. An animal. And I elevated you. And I made you like angels. That's, that's the Yitzhak Mitzrayim that, that, that we're mentioning. That, that's the mitzvah of, of, of Zahir's Yitzhak Mitzrayim. Now we're talking about a different point. Now we want to focus on, once we've mentioned Hashem, Running the world as far as Teva, that's Yosir Or Vorekosha, right? Where Hashem sets up the sun and the moon and the stars and the planets and, and runs everything perfectly, right? Once you've done that. And then we spoke about the tremendous love Hashem displays towards the Jewish people and He gives us the Torah and He guides us and He takes care of us. Then we talk about and, and He brings down miracles, he overpowers the very nature that he set up when necessary to, uh, you know, uh, if the Jewish people need such a thing, uh, to do what needs to be done, right? Primarily we saw that happen in Yitzhak Mitzrayim, but it's not limited to that, yeah? And that's, a, that's an awesome thing, miracles, yeah? That's not at all what we were focusing on in the end of paragraph of Ayomer. There we were talking about the breaking away from Mitzrayim, like we spoke about the four steps of separating off from Mitzrayim and connecting to Hashem and the ascension of good over evil, etc. That, that was that Indian over there. Okay, here we're talking about miracles which were primarily seen in Yitzhak Mitzrayim. Two different things. There's Yitzhak Mitzrayim, there's the miracles of, of, of Yitzhak Mitzrayim. Again, what every time that we're that we're that we have that we we're going through these brachas, right? And we're recognizing Hashem is doing some of these things. Mm-hmm. What that does is, it, so to speak, brings that that um, feature, that aspect, that hanhaga into our world. 
open miracles. Right. Okay. It's especially important when you're about to start davening to Hashem. Important to recognize. Hashem's got all the keys. He's got all the powers. Mm-hmm. He can He can take care of all these things. Mm-hmm. Can we speak about Yisrael Shachayim later on also? Before Shemar Esher? At the end of Shema? Like Ezra's? There's no mention of Sorry, you're saying do we mention do we mention it? Yeah, this entire paragraph. After by there's no mention. No, after by Yomer, is Emes That's what we're talking about right now. Oh, okay. But well, Emes that, that that goes all the way into, In, into the Shmuel Esrei. Up into the Shmuel Esrei. There's the Gual Yisrael. Ah, okay. That ends with Gual Yisrael. Ah, it's all one. That's one. That's one. That's one bracha. Ah, okay. That's So when you say Ga'al Yisrael there at the at the end, you should be thinking Hashem Hashem Ga'al Yisrael, and therefore I have a moon that he can fulfill my tefillah. Sure. Sure. Okay, so that that gets us up to Os Yud Base. We're flying. Okay. Um, all right. So the obvious question is: Wait a second. We say Shema twice a day. So Shema is going to be consistent because there is a mitzvah. Um, mitzvah to say it. So those paragraphs will not be changed. But the brachas of Shema get repeated again, but they get repeated in the evening in a condensed version. What's going on? Right? Right? Um, again, in, in, instead of Yotzer Or, we have Mari um, Varavim. Instead of Avarab, we have Avas Olam. Um, instead of MSV Yatsev, we have MSV Muna. Right? So, all, so why, why, why the, uh, why the condensed version? Yeah? First of all, before we talk about the condensed version, just important to speak out, um, the, the, some of the key distinctions. In the morning we say Ava Rabba. In the evening we say Avas Olam. What's the difference in Ava, Ava Rabba and Avas Olam? Josh? Love us a lot. Right. Love <laughs> the world. Talking about love of the Jewish people. He always loves us. Avas Olam is, a, is, a, is an eternal love, a never ending love. So what's the a big love and a never ending love? As if I tell you, what if I tell you, if I tell you, Ezra, here listen to the two differences, right? Someone, someone tells you, um, I love you very much, versus, you know, I, I still love you. 
Okay. What's the difference? Uh, one sounds passive or pity of it. The latter one sounds pity of it as opposed to active. I love okay. you. I still love you implies a sfeka. There was a doubt. Oh, good. So avaraba means a lot. Wow. This is this is with the flowers and the chocolates, violin, right? This is really like the birds are chirping. This is awesome. Right, that's Avaraba. That's a lot of love over there. Is that right? just because there's darkness at night? Lack of clarity? Right, we did throughout the day. So, so yeah, so that, all that type of stuff. Avas Olam means even though we're not deserving, Hashem is still going to always love us. Right, no matter what. It's a love that's no matter what. One is a big love, one is a love that's no matter what. Why was that like what happened during the day? Hmm? Based on what happened during the day? The, the night in general. The beginning of the day. No, right, that's night. what. Alpha's all almost night. I know. Right, night is like supposed to be the but start that's of the beginning day, right? of the day. So really I, I yes, but, but no, 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 no. But n- nighttime is a time of breakage. Nighttime is when everything is in a state of of bad, of broken, right? Of obscured. It's goals. Right? Days when. Everything is really on the up. Everything is awesome. Right? So, when the Jewish people are in a... You know, there's... there's you may Ava, you may Sina. In every relationship, there's, day, there's, there's days of love and, and days of turbulation. Right? Uh, it happens. Okay? Um, but the point is, so you gotta, when it's you may Ava, it's gotta be Ava Rabba. When it's you may Sina, it's gotta be Ava Solom, no matter what. Sticking through this, through thick or thin. Yeah? So that's, that's that distinction. That's Hashem's attitude to us. Right? And then obviously there's, uh, Emes v'yatsev versus Emes v'muna. Same thing again. Yatsev is a standing, strong, clear. Right? This is undeniable. Right? We know this for a fact. We see their own eyes. That's Emes v'yatsev. Emes v'muna is... It's true and we believe it. And yeah, you don't try to talk me out of it. I'm, I'm going to stick to it no matter what. Even though the world around me... You know, and the, and, and, and the goyim and the atrocities and, and whatever else is happening is trying to persuade me. Not like that. It doesn't make a difference. Right? <laughs> Someone needs to work on this team a little bit more. The city is a beautiful thing. Enjoy it. It's a big gift. Okay. Um... Fine. So, but, uh, but the question that the Rabkhal wants to address right now is how come the paragraphs of the chakras are so much longer than the paragraphs of the evening? Answer is, and this is going to be an answer that's going to be true, not just for this, but really for the entire upcoming parak uh, that we're going to have, is that, um, 
At the end of the day, it's all one day. At the end of the day. The Maariv, therefore, is a Hashlama to Shachris. Yeah, Shachris is the main tefillah of the day. In case you didn't realize that until now, that's why Shachris takes an hour, right? Milcha takes about 15, 20 minutes. Marv, maybe, depending on is, right? Uh, 20 minutes. Shakras um, takes a long time because that's where you're doing the, the heavy lifting. Right? That's where that's where you're really setting up the whole day properly. Right? Once you've done that, Mariv is more of a hashlama to that. So, being that that's the case, so Mariv, we do discuss many of the same points, we do revisit those points, but they don't have to be dealt with as thoroughly because of that. Because it's piggybacking on chakras. Where chakras, the next day, is you're asleep, you're at the reset, right? You wake up, you're tabla rasa, right? Clean slate. So, you need to rebuild the whole thing again. We'll talk about it next pair. We'll get Who? So what? What is it mean? Still one day. So it's like a bookend. They started off the heavy lifting over here, and now no, that'll be with that'll be with Shakir Samimcha. We get it, but but the point is the point. However you say it, Marv is still. Reliant on the chakras, you already did accomplish some of the tikkunim. You already have some of that headspace, so you don't need a full-on. You don't need the full-on brachas. Now, the one um, the it's a. Night is receiving the recipient, the day is the mashpia, the day is mashpia into the night. Even though, as you guys pointed out, nighttime technically is the beginning of the next day already. But as far as our consciousness, you know, it follows the day. So it still gets the tikkunim of the day. Okay? Now, just, uh, we see that clearly in the, in the, in the tikkun of the, of the tilos, kinegit karbonus, tikkunim, right? So, you got chakras is the carbon shul chakras. Milcha is the carbon shul bein arbaim, and mariv is whatever wasn't burned on the, all the all the padarim and nevarim that weren't yet burned, but they were already put on them as bad. So then, then, then they're, then they're burned. That's mariv. So you see that mariv clearly is a hashlama to chakras uh, and milcha. Uh, just one final point is with an extra bracha by the brachas um, of Krishna uh, by the evening, and that's Hashkivenu. Hashkivenu, the uh, fourth paragraph, in um, which, which uh, is only by Marav, we don't have that by Shachras, and the reason is Hashkivenu is a bracha, um, it's a much longer discussion, really, it's Sukkot Torah, but... Uh, Hashki, we, we actually mentioned the word sukkah in Hashkivenu. Frost Alein Sukkah Shlomecha. Frost Sukkah Shlom. 
Okay, I have to check a suitor for the exact language, not good language. Um, but uh, the, the, the basic idea is because nighttime is a time that needs shmira, needs protection. Nighttime is a dangerous time, there's mazikim, there's uh, crime, all that type of stuff. So uh, you need that extra shmira by night, which you don't need by day. So that's why we have the, we have the bracha of Hashkivenu. Let us down, protect us. Everything should be well. That's uh, a simple level. Uh, do you remember? Get, get, get come around to the circus. We'll, we'll talk about that. Yeah. Okay, that gets us up to Perikamishi.